What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fresh Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Brumfield. Join with me live in studio today is Seth Chapman. How you doing, Seth? Doing all right. It's good to be here. And Randy Osborne. Hello. I'm the resident Drew Brumfield hater of this podcast, so I'm ready to kick this off. All right. And today we are talking about uh, the newly released Jack Zack Snyder's Justice League, um, the four-hour cut. And full warning, we're going to go full spoilers ahead this time. So if you want to watch it, it's only a measly four hours. You know, real easy watch. Um, and because we're doing a little special, this is a new R-rated Justice League. It'll be a little bit more of an R-rated episode. So we will be using adult language. So if you're little kids or if you're um, sensitive about that, please be warned. Your discretion is advised. There, there you go. All right. But that said, how you guys doing? And uh, how you guys feel about this movie right now? We'll get we'll give, do the softball question, Seth. <laughs> um, I'm still been like kind of going back and forth a lot on this film. Yeah, but man, it's too long. <laughs> it was exhausting. I'm, it I'm is. Gonna, I think I think that's the first thing that comes to my mind. It's just like it's way too long. It is. I did kind of force us to just watch the entire movie in one sitting. You guys were like, let's just break it up. And I was like, nah, we're in for we're, the long haul. <laughs> we're, we're, we bunkered down. Hey, we knocked it out, though. I mean, we did. It was. It. We did. It was a, it very much, uh, it felt like a, like you feel the four hours in this. It There's so many sections, especially early on in the beginning, where it's just dragging. Like a scene could have ended like five minutes ago, but they just... I don't know about five minutes, but yeah, they definitely added the the one I'm like the one I remember like at the start was like the Aquaman scene, like right after he like the first time he ripped off his shirt and flexed for the camera. And I had to make the note: uh, Aquaman is hot. It's in yes. my notepad here. So. Yeah, you know, we had to document all all the blank person has hot moments, which there's a lot of those. Yes, there is. Um, but yeah, I, that was the first time I remembered. And after he walked in the ocean, it was just like. It just kind of stayed on the villagers singing a random song that we couldn't understand. And it was like, huh, this is still going. That went on for like two minutes, right? It, like, felt, it, like, felt, like, it felt like it five. It felt like two minutes. It was probably like a minute and a half or something. But Yeah, like, yeah. it was just so weird. Why were they singing? Because <laughs> they worshipped Aquaman. They're yeah, like, they, hey, you brought us fish. Yeah, they like worship him like as a god in that like area. And it was just... And also that, and this, and even the scene right before it, where he's like asking, it's like, so where is like I need to see like this water man that like brings fish. I need to, you. to see Wet and Thor. Like, yeah, I need, where is Wet Thor? And like he's talking to Jason Momoa, and it's like it's so clear. Not only not only because like we know who Aquaman is, but it's like he's right there. It's Jason Momoa. Everyone knows who it is. Why are we dragging? Yes, he's Aquaman. Like was a, yeah, that scene had like a lot of unnecessary tension for whatever reason because yeah. it's like the, you learn that the village elder knows how to speak English, so he's having Aquaman translate for him for really no reason. And then, but then uh, Bruce reveals that he already knows how to speak their language, anyways. <laughs> so there's like this really weird tension between like the village people and not not the not the band, the village people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Bruce Wayne, and it's just—it's so unnecessary, and it goes on for like five minutes, and that whole scene could have been cut down. Not to mention we have to come back to the village twice. At least in the Whedon cut, we only went there once. Yeah. I guess what? yeah. Should we mention like 
how we feel about some of the differences. I mean, I personally, I come with that weird perspective of I've never seen the Justice League. I never saw the original cut. So this was my first going into it. I've seen uh, the other uh, movies prior to this. I've seen Aquaman. I've seen, well, Aquaman timeline-wise isn't before, Hmm. but you know what I mean. And I've seen Wonder Woman and, uh, unfortunately, Batman versus Superman. But... Uh, but yeah, never saw Justice yeah. League. Never got around to it. <laughs> yeah, um, a lot of the differences. There were some that were really good, and um, a lot of character. I think they. While I still hate his design, uh, they did Cyborg a lot better. I liked his bat his backstory. Um, yeah, it was good. They are all right. Yeah, I think Superman's um, uh, Superman's return is better. I like his suit. Um, I'm trying to think of the other. I think I'm thinking. Oh, well, I just thought of the biggest one. Uh, easily the best like improvement of all of this is Steppenwolf. From his CGI is much better. His design with his little puppy dog eyes is some is much better. His character is much better because you actually get his motivation now isn't just some random goon from Darkseid. He it's now shown that he messed up. Uh, previously and so now this is like a redemption thing for him and he had to bring out his puppy dog eyes and to quote steph uh, to quote seth steppenwolf is kind of (laughs) cute he like legit like his cgi is so good like okay i actually looked up the scene uh of like old steppenwolf weirdly enough by making him look more monstrous in this version it actually makes him look more human in a way especially his eyes so whenever he's like practically begging like dark side to give him a chance he's like got tears in his eyes mm. it looks like like it, it gets all wet and it's like oh my god he's adorable like <laughs> steppenwolf is like the cutest thing in this movie <laughs> he is he's got like a little like cute face he like does like a little whimper with his lips like and especially at one point where like he takes his like spiky armor off when he actually sees dark side and it's like oh my god he's so sad and helpless yeah it's it's so weird. Like I just like I found myself as like I'm actually kind of rooting for the villain because he's just like I'll give the kid a chance. Well, give him a chance yeah. to dominate Earth. Well, and that's the thing. Oh, <laughs> give him a chance. But that's the thing is like his CGI is so much better. But it's so it's his is much better, and then um, a couple of the other like villains. But for the most part, other than like the him and like a little bit of what they done on Cyborg. Everything Did Dark else. Side look better? Dark Side wasn't in the first Dark one. Was, oh, he just I don't he think he didn't was even he wasn't here. He wasn't in the flashback or anything. I don't nope. think he was even mentioned. He wasn't like, mentioned. Oh, no, man. well, he might have I think Steppenwolf might have said his name at the end, like right after he got defeated, but no, it's it's not like this one where like he's present. Um Cause yeah, even in the flashback where you see like the old gods and the old like heroes fighting. That's Steppenwolf. It's Steppenwolf doing it. In this one, they beat Dark Side up, which is a big change. Um but yeah, everything. Okay, that scene looks good, but that scene looked pretty good. So yeah, pretty much like Dark Side and Steppenwolf CG is like so much better. It looks a lot better. It's a lot more emotional. You get it. Everything else from like the Parademons to a couple other characters, Cyborg. So yeah. Well, no, I was saying like don't look as good. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Well, actually, even some of Cyborg scene, I just remembered like yeah, Cyborg not, still looks a little rough. He looks a little. Well, I just and I don't know if that's the CGI or if that's just his design, and I just. I'm not a fan of Cyborg's design. He's too skinny. 
Yeah, they his, made skinny cyborg. His which was interesting. His arms look like they can rip off, and then he can like grow these little like baby arms, like yeah, extra uh, ones. Baby and, arms. And those just look so weird. I don't like how he flies. They're trying. They're very much going for an Iron Man feel, especially when I think they even have the same sound effect when his helmet goes up, and they do like the whole like flying scene. It just his character arc and actually like story is much better in this. I just really am not a fan of that design. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but yeah, Cyborg was a lot better. How did you guys feel about some of the other characters that we we talked about? Steppenwolf, like maybe some. Were there any other like Justice League members that like? Obviously, ready for you. It's just like they stood out individually, but for Seth, like anyone that is much more improved than the previous version. Uh. I can't say Flash because I have very mixed feelings on like Flash. And I have very straightforward feelings about Flash, yeah. but I'll get to that in a sec. I'll let you guys talk about I, him first. Yeah, so I'm I'm not gonna say Flash. Yeah. Um, I'd probably say I'd, I have to be in agreement. Like, yeah, like Cyborg is probably hmm. the most improved upon character because in the from what I remember of the original cut of like Justice League, he was pretty boring his connection yeah. to the mother to the mother boxes were neat and it was kind of like the key to like how to like stop the unity and all of that stuff and i thought that was kind of cool in the original but beyond that he just wasn't very interesting by himself mm-hmm. so i feel like they gave him a lot more to do with like his backstory and like his motivation and his relationship with his father i thought that stuff was like actually done pretty well yeah um so honestly good on him uh i i'm glad that ray fisher was able to get like the cyborg that he wanted in the film, it seems like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Randy, who, was there a standout character for you? Um, I think, and I mean, this goes for the entire like DC universe, at least yeah. from the movies that I've seen. Uh, it's Wonder Woman still, I think. Mm. Uh, she's the best part of it. I think she's mm. had the best action sequences. Um, she's also like the only character that's not an asshole. Which is, you know, kind of what a superhero should be. I mean, like, you got Superman being a little bit of a dick. Batman, a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And same with Aquaman. And then you have Flash just kind of being an idiot, just being like, oh, I'm the, uh, you know. Comic relief, yeah. Exactly. I don't know how to run, even though that's my superpower. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so, like, she feels like the only character that's like, come on, guys, we need to, like, have a level head yeah. and like get this done yeah honestly there's a lot of times where like they want to make like batman the leader i feel like she would do so much better that and galagado uh is amazing and could break me so that's also fair enough. That's yeah okay. fair enough yeah i think we're all in agreement with that yeah um but yeah no i think i agree definitely galagado she's always done the best in this um my one issue with her character and it's not specifically galagado or her, like her performance is great and her story is great, and even the action sheet scenes are probably the most entertaining. Um, but my one issue is I don't her costume in this has like muted colors, and that's the entire movie. The entire movie has this gray filter, and every like bright color has been muted. Like from her costume, that's supposed to be like this red, white, like red, white, and blue, like bright and like hopeful thing. It's just gray. You can barely see the the red in it. Um, Superman has an entirely new costume, so I won't count him. Flash isn't... He doesn't look red. Any, the only person that has like a little bit of color is Cyborg because he's glowing in his chest. 
There's a character from Aquaman's uh, world, uh, Mira, who her whole thing is she has very bright red hair and she wears green. Two very vibrant and glowing colors. I understand that a lot of her scenes are underwater, but you can't tell. I was about to say, I had to point out to Randy that's like, that's the same character, the one who's normally red and green. She just looks great. She looks like every other character. Yeah, I was just like, is that the um, is that the girl from Aquaman? Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, it is. I was just like, I had no idea. Like, I, you could tell, like, her hair. It's just like, it's not that bright red or anything like that. Yeah. I'm just like, all right. The greens. and Atlantis, even. And I, don't, I know they weren't in the actual city of Atlantis. They were in ruins. But it just does. Like, underwater just didn't seem like a, co- a good place to be. Especially yeah. in comparison was, to what they did in Aquaman. Yeah. Like, they made Atlantis uh, look a lot better. It was bright. It was colorful. He got the like golden suit but in this it's like it's i'm okay without gray. the golden suit but yeah no because to talk about aquaman yeah because he needs because he needs to get that and that so i'm fine but everyone every single character even flash who's supposed to be like the comic relief joke like joking his is also very dark and muted colors and i'm just I've never been a fan of that. I don't like it. I think that's the thing about this film is like it's a lot of the Snyderisms yeah. and like that's just his thing is just and I'm not saying I think it's a good thing. I'm just saying that's just who he is. <laughs> um he loves his muted color tones. Yeah. So like, you know, if you ever watched anything like 300 or Batman versus Superman before this or Man <laughs> of Steel or whatever, you know that he loves to like use grayscale for a lot of his stuff. So this is no different here and it really kind of like i'm not really sure it really added anything to this film it just kind of made it feel more like overly dark and oppressive it kept it this movie will constantly remind you that it was made and directed by Zack snyder that's true every single second of this feels like Zack's from the overuse of slow-mo to the gray colors to, to the, batman having a gun to batman having a gun overly edgy dialogue overly to the the most <laughs> They will occasionally blast music that is the least, like, um, subtle thing I've ever seen. Like, it's like, they don't want you to think hard about a scene. They don't want you... It's pretty simple. You're either feeling sad, you're feeling... This character's feeling angry, or this character's feeling this. And you could tell because the music is getting jacked all the way, and it's the most over-to-the-top thing. <laughs> and there is at least one Leonard Cohen song in this movie, I'm pretty sure. I think It, it was, was Flash. I think Flash had the lyric. Wait, was it? Not Flash. I think it was during Aquaman's Was it second, Aquaman during the second time he took his shirt off? You're right. I noted again, I, Aquaman is hot the, yeah, for the second time. You're right. I forgot that <laughs> there are two... Uh, scenes of Aquaman ripping his shirt off and throwing it to the side and going into the ocean. There's two of those. Hey, I mean, wait, was that in both versions? No, there was only one. There was only one. Well, thank you, Zack Snyder. <laughs> it was worth it. Worth the four hours. Uh, I, yeah. This is, it's a very apparent. And another like really weird thing that didn't add anything to the movie is the aspect ratio of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's Let me shoot the, this in 4-3 because I'm an asshole. Yeah. yeah. It... I will say this much, like, after watching it, it didn't bother me, but it does make me question just, like, why, why even have it, you know? Yeah, it was just it was just weirdly distracting at the beginning, and then you just kind of get used to it, and you're not, I don't see, I didn't see the point of 
of lowering the aspect ratio. There was that one scene when we're back at Kent Farm, oh. and it shows like the little like light coming through the window, and it's like, and it was just like, oh did- my god, did they reduce the aspect <laughs> ratio even further? Like, yeah. I think that was like all of our collective And I reactions. was like, no, there's no way it's that small. And then Sorry, it, like, let slowly, me break out the iPhone. It's watch slow- it on that. <laughs> it slowly zooms. Yeah, I couldn't imagine watching this on like a phone or like we watched it on like my TV, and I have a pretty big TV. And watching this on an iPad must be incredibly frustrating, or or a laptop. Yeah, I just four three is such a weird ratio. I'm still don't I, I still don't understand the choice behind that. Like I said, that's just. I think one thing we should probably be upfront about this is like if you love Zack Snyder films, you'll, you'll prob- like this. You'll probably like this. Yes. Yeah, no. Yeah. If you're. <laughs> Which I have, which Zack Snyder, I don't want to harp on him too much. He's, I think he does okay in some films. I like 300, and I think that's his best because he doesn't have to worry about characters or anything. That's just a movie. Uh, people know the story, but it's just about cool action stuff and stuff. When it's something like Batman vs. Superman, which is one of the worst things I've ever seen, uh, <laughs> he doesn't do as well, in, in my opinion. Martha. I really hate that movie. I think it's because, like, he's just... In my opinion, he's not very good with characters. I think no. he confuses brooding and edgy dialogue as character yeah. development is like his kind of thing. Zack Snyder's whole thing is he doesn't I don't think he can write a full plot or he's not good at it. He's better at like writing a moment. Like there are like there are cool moments that happen and it's like it'll be like a cool scene. Um but the way to get there and like the build up and the characters is a lot to sit through. And so if you can just turn your brain off for that, and, you know, that's fine if you do, nothing against you. But if, and I think that's why people like him more. If it's just like, if you can just accept that, it's like, yeah, it's stupid. Batman shoots people. He curses. Um, Flash is an idiot. Then, you know, this will be fine. And I do kind of want to get on this because I've referenced it too much. I know a lot of people say that Ezra Miller improved so much as Flash. He was my least favorite part of the original Justice League, and I feel the exact same way about him. In fact, if anything, I might dislike him even more. And it's not the actor. He doesn't do... He has a kind of... Actually, some of his jokes are kind of cheesy and don't always land. But I think it's mainly just how he's written, is they want him to be, like, the super powerful Flash that can, like, go through time and do all this amazing stuff, but they also can't have him too strong because Superman has to be the best thing in the world. And he, you can't have anyone close to him. So they do this thing in every scene, and it's so apparent, and it takes you out of the movie every time. They purposely find a way to either nerf Flash or just have Flash and start doing nothing. Yeah, the writing sabotages him pretty much, like, yeah. every turn. And yeah. that's so annoying, and I hate that about the character. <laughs> that that's how they have to, like, write around him. If that's the thing, then make an... If you have to write scenarios where he has to be nerfed, then write a new either introduce like a new threat or a villain or or don't have this character as strong because there are so many scenes where either flash uh, it it frustrates me to hell every time flash trips Mm. He, he trips three times in this movie three times when your one and only power is you run which by the way he sucks at running he, he also has gets shot twice he gets shot to, oh that was another thing I was just getting. by normal parademons yeah, yeah, it's not like it's not like Deadshot comes up or these like expert snipers. It's random grunt parademons who have no personality or no thought. They're just shooting randomly and they hit him twice. 
it's like uh, like the writing gods just bestowed power upon this one pair of demons. Like you will have godlike accuracy yeah. in this one scene, and you're just gonna. And it's like like I said, it's not really like anything. Flash's fault. He's running at his like speed where he yeah. shouldn't be able to be hit, and somehow these pair of demons like, oh, got lucky. Yeah, I gotta hit him. <laughs> and that's yeah, because Flash should be Flash should be able to solve so many of these movies problems in like a second. He kind of does at the and very he does. end. At well, that's, and end. that's the th- yeah. Well, that's the thing. He does pull a uh, a McGovern, and when everyone like their initial plan doesn't, he actually rewinds time twice. But I think the first time he didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. He when he sees that everything blew up, he decides to run so fast that he goes backwards in time and like restarts everything so like he can fix it, which is cool. But the character that led up to that. Has not he showed that he could go in time, but he has not been capable enough that he can make that split second decision. He has been kind of whining. He has been having to be told what to do, and he is actually in this movie. Seth pointed this out to me. He only technically fights a single parademon. Yeah, he fights one grunt, beats him in like a split second. Doesn't even try that hard. And after that, he never fights anyone. Even at the end, he doesn't even throw a punch at Steppenwolf. That yeah, and like that's the thing. Like I like I said, I went back and watched like the original Justice League cut, and like it's so weird because like people don't like. I I, I know there's like people who feel strongly about Flash, and they don't like him in the weeding cut. In the final scenes in like the weeding cut, though, he it shows him bulldozing through like yeah. armies of parademons and like splattering them, and it's just like. And then in here, like he doesn't do anything like that. He pushes one, kills it instantly, and never does it again. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the thing, like, and I understand that, like, you have, um, uh, what's the term, uh, suspension of disbelief, where it's like, yeah, you know, some of these characters probably could just solve it. Like we said, like, Cyborg has control of, like, the world's news. He could just nuke these, this place from orbit. And it's like, you know, that's suspension of disbelief. Like, they don't do that because that'd be kind of boring. But with Flash, it happens so much in every single scene. It takes you out. And it's it gets it at least for me it gets frustrating that's like every single scene he's in he messes up, except for like the very last one where he does he messes up does something wrong, and for me like you can't have a character that's like learning and like trying to do this stuff and just not good at what he does I'm okay if he's like that, and honestly I think I was more okay with him in the Justice League because that was his character throughout the movie, he's just new at this so he doesn't know what he's doing and he doesn't even know how to run properly which that just might be me because I used to be a runner and he has the worst form I've ever seen anyone have. Um, but you can't have a character like that and then all of a sudden... Have compl- him go through time. Have him go through time. Like, he knows how to do that. And I was like, that should be, like, his last power or, like, when he actually works and, like, improves as a person and, like, improves on his speed. But, now nah, he could just do that. I will throw one thing in with that is that just to defend it, just... Defend it. I'm yeah. not really interested in defending Flash. Um, they do have a line that he says where, like, he knows that he can mess with time because he says, like, when I reach a certain speed, I have a rule for myself where I don't reach this level of speed because it starts to make things go weird with time. Yeah. So, like, he knows that he can do it, but he just chooses not to because he doesn't know what will happen. Hmm. Yeah. So, like, to be fair, whenever the whole world is, like, blowing up, he's like it's now or never yeah, so like point. i can give it that okay. but at the same time we could argue like once again he even he put it where he he doesn't know exactly what will happen yeah so to so the fact that like he just like this will probably 
go backwards now. It's like, I hope it goes backwards. Yeah. Like it, it's so, yeah, I'm not trying to defend. Like, ha- like, how do you know you're not running the wrong direction? And like, you just went forward in time. Yeah. I wonder how we, <laughs> yeah, it, it's and so. And then we get to the epilogue. Oh no. But we'll save that for yeah. later. Yeah. I yep. think. Save you. Yeah. With Flash, he's like so interesting because I don't really have a personal attachment to Flash, but a lot yeah. of the people I know who watch uh, these movies yeah. with Justice League really care a lot about Flash. Yeah. So I, I know that. To me, he seems fine, inoffensive. I think that's why, and like, I will say this much, I did think his new intro scene was better. Yeah. Um, A little creepy, but it was better. It gave off some, like, Spider-Man, Sam Raimi vibes of, like, what they think is romantic, but is actually kind of stalkerish. A little. Yeah. That's that's another thing, which is more of a joke. But secret identities are not a real thing in here. Like, first off, Flash... When he does that, he just showed at least two people. One of them, the girl he likes. The other one, his new employer. His boss, yeah. His boss. Well, um, I mean, he doesn't get the job, but, you know. As no, far he, as... No, he gets it. He gets he, it. Because, he, he, remember, he tells his dad he got a job. He says, like, you picked up another dead-end job. Yeah. Which is a dog walker. Yeah. So, but it's like, he just showed two people that. It's like, yeah, I can move with the speed of sound. There's only, like, one other person that can do that. And then Batman's also a joke. Batman tells everyone that he's Batman. Like you I want to know my secret identity. Exactly. Like he, like he is. He tells like all the main people of the Justice League. He also. Well, I mean, yeah, it makes sense that he tells that's like, the fine. members of the Justice that's League. That's fine. I'm pretty sure the government knows who he is. Um, actually, it does and Amanda Waller knows in Suicide? Just throwing this out there. Oh yeah, you're right. Actually, I guess that. And that well, that is comic accurate. But that's just always like at this point. Everyone freaking knows. Uh, there's one point where I'm pretty sure um, Aquaman literally just says his name and that he's Bruce Wayne in front of all the villagers. <laughs> Which were at least then shown uh, that at least the leader of the vi- village can speak English. We don't know if the rest of them can, but I mean, still. At that point, like, the, okay, then there's another thing where I'm pretty sure uh, Superman call, or someone calls him Bruce in front of all these armor armory people when... <laughs> that uh, would be Flash, actually. Yeah. When he meets Wonder Woman for the first time. Yeah, and like he says it from like, okay, the pilot knows who he is. All these army people that are just standing around now know who he is. Like, it's such a, ju- okay. Also, um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say this because we're starting to get into this. There is a new character in this, and he immediately knows who uh, Batman is, mm-hmm. uh, which is a good transition into introducing. There is not only Darkseid, but another new character that was shown off to this. Which threw us all completely off guard. That Martian Manhunter shows up, uh, he, and people were people were saying, and J- and Zach and I were saying, like, yeah, that is Martian. Man. Like he's disguised as one of the generals that was in Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman. Now this, but also he shows up in a different scene, disguised as uh, Martha, Martha Kent, <laughs> uh, Superman's mom. Yeah, and she, like yeah. she's just talking to Lois Lane, and basically like. Lois is, you know, they're both, like, sad. Superman's dead. Hmm. And um, she just says, you know what? Like, you got to just get back out there, Lois Lane. Come on. Basically, it's just like, get over, like, space Jesus. Get over your... It's like a... Come on, Lois. Have a character again. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad. They didn't give her anything to do. (laughs) It's just walk around and be sad. Yeah, I feel really bad for Amy Adams here. Because, like, she is, like, a super talented actress. But since Man of Steel, like, all they have her do is, like, either walk around and be worried about Superman or walk around and be sad that Superman's dead. Yeah. And I 
or be next or like be next to and hug Henry Cavill. So she doesn't have the worst gig. I mean, yeah, but like, (laughs) sign me up. Yeah, yeah, it's there's a whole conversation you can have about like how um, female characters are like treated in these films, especially Lois Lane. Don't really need to get into it, but like she has even less to do than what she Mm -hmm. had in Batman vs Superman. At least she had like a case thing where she was able to follow up about like Lex Luthor and stuff here. And she's like, God, she nothing. did that. And she like helped get, I think she like gave one of them the spear that Superman used to kill himself. Yeah. And, and which was doomsday. I don't, I, yeah, I guess we can call that thing doomsday. Sure. Yeah. I guess that's what the movie called it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Eisenberg, uh, not Jesse. Yeah. Jesse yeah. Eisenberg Luther says is just like, no, this it, is your doomsday or no, something, it is. No, something. the game, the movie wants you to think it's doomsday, but in reality, it looks like one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from that Michael Bay movie. That's yeah. like been like run over <laughs> in the face by like a steamroller. <laughs> um, but yeah, getting back onto So how did you guys feel about Martian Manhunter being added? It felt unnecessary. And that like, yeah. like, as like, it's, I guess it's cool that he's there and that the, he teases, but like, he, he doesn't shows, do anything. Yeah, he only shows up for two scenes. He shows up for like the scene with like between him and Lois, and yeah. it turns out like that didn't amount to anything. Yeah, yeah, it's just like get over space Jesus, and then you know Superman returns, and she's just like, oh, he's back. Okay, yeah, I guess I, I don't didn't, have, I, I don't I didn't have need to, to move on with my life at yeah. all or have any sort of development. There's it's just okay. Yeah, she's it, it, just like like gives Lois Lane a quick pep talk as Martha, which kind of feels like really deceptive yeah. and kind of messed up. And also, uh, she he shows up again at the end to meet Bruce and says, "Hey, I want to be part of the Justice League. Cool, see ya." He's like, what, "Cool, where were you earlier? <laughs> where were you earlier? What's your name again? Oh, a uh, Manhunter, Martian Manhunter. Um, I don't know if I want you on this team defending man. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's it, it feels like a fan servicey. I mean, like a lot of this film does yeah. have like a fan servicey moments, but it feels like it was just something that he wanted to toss in yeah. and. I don't know. It, it, At least he looked good. He did yeah. like I thought he looked good. Yeah. yeah. So he was a decent. But he just kind of like like Reddy said like, why didn't he help? Like he was there. It shows that he was there. He was the general, so he knows what's going on. He knows Batman. He like there's no. Re- I don't. I couldn't see, tell you. There's just no reason. Nah. There's no reason for I'll him pass. not to help. Because even at the end, he says like, yeah, I want to help and be part of the team after everything is done. Yeah. Like, we did the hard part now, man. <laughs> There's a lot of parts where I feel like the biggest breakdown of com- like problems in Justice League is a general lack of communication. I mentioned this before, hmm. but if the Justice League was in charge of a group project, they would all fail. They would fail. Like, they do not And then to- Superman would just do the entire project. Superman, yeah, Superman would come at the last minute, already have the project done, and then have and everyone then, sign their name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, literally, that's what happens, is, like, they put more effort into trying to resurrect the one guy who can do the group project <laughs> than actually doing the group project. Yeah. Um, I have just a general issue with just, like, communication in this film. I, yeah, is it, can we get into this? Yeah, go like, ahead. Okay, go let's ahead. go. So the scene, I guess this is, like, the scene that one of the scenes that bothers me is, okay, so Steppenwolf uh, comes to Themyscira, yeah. uh, the island of the Amazonians, and takes the mother box. And the queen of the Amazonians are like, all right, we got to let Diana know that, like, our mother box has been stolen. Yeah. And, and like, how are we going to do it? Yeah. Well, we're going to wait till night get this huge case that we probably have stuck stuffed away in the vault 
use his bow and arrow, shoot it all the way to the Parthenon in Greece yeah. so it lights up a fire so that Diane will see maybe the next day on the news and then fly over to Greece and then find the arrow and then go into some ancient ruins under the Parthenon, use the arrow to unlock it to learn about Darkseid and the Parademons. And hope she gets that message. And then... And then she doesn't bother to tell Bruce about this until she flies back to America and goes into the hangar. It's like, oh yeah, by the way, the first mother box got stolen. It's like, okay, just FYI, what's a like, what's a mother box? How did you get here? And why and did why you does not it call smell? me? Yeah, like, okay, you. So Drew brought this up. Yeah. Amazonians might have an excuse. They don't really have technology. Fine, yeah. whatever. As soon as Diana saw what was going on, she should have shot a text or an email to Bruce. Like, yeah. okay, dear Bruce. Like the you, world is about to end. Like, <laughs> like, uh, like I'm on my way. Until then, find any other superpowered person. I'll meet you there. Like instead of like him like messing around with his stinking jet, he could have been like, "Oh, I really gotta work." It was yeah, just like I gotta. Maybe I should start building that mech suit. Yeah, but that no, then we only got the bracers yeah. done. We, that's it. <laughs> he got the he got yeah he got the armbands. Which is another thing, I guess. Now from that, we can move the Batman. Um, well, can we? Oh yeah, just, go ahead. Uh, speaking of when the uh, the Queen of the Amazonians is, uh, she has the mother box and she's running from that vault. This is the first thing. Like the rest of the movie, it looked pretty all right leading up until this point. For some reason, after she like slid under the door and it was closing, and like she stands back up and like behind her is supposed to be the vault. It looks like shit. Yeah. I don't know why. So no. the funny thing I think about they just that. dumped all their budget into the characters, which the characters all look they, good. But for some reason, they, that scene they bumped in all their like they bumped all their budget into Stephen Wolf's eyes, and it was worth <laughs> it. I mean, it, it, yeah. so it's, it's actually funny cute. that you mentioned that. I also looked up that scene. It uh, the scene where she's escaping from like the. Uh, the vault yeah. is actually from like the weeding cut as well. So like, and that it kind of looks rough there too. They, the only they thing just didn't fix it. The only thing that really changes there in that scene is that it like the whole thing collapses into the ocean. Yeah. That's the only thing that really significantly which makes, changes. Which does like make more sense, but also did they really think that was going to work? They just think they were they really. He like, came through a space portal. He came through a through space. The top. He came through <laughs> the top of the space portal, and like every at the very least, every foot soldier can fly. They fly now. Uh, they do they fly, fly now. now. They fly. They fly now. Um, and so, did you really think, like, yeah, gravity will take care of this one? Yeah, gravity and a lot of water. That was. They really thought that was gonna work. She I was mean, so maybe confident. It was just to like slow him down. But then she like stands over the cliff and it was like, ah. She knows st- something is up and still stands there She's, and doesn't try to do anything. She doesn't like um like immediately after the thing. I'm like, nope. I'm going. I'm going to California with this thing. Like, I'm throwing this thing to the next Amazonian. <laughs> They need to get. They need to hook up with some phones or something on like they the do. Like that. Like <laughs> they that's do. just like my conclusion. If you a have cell enough phone. magic or technology, whatever it is, to make your whole island disappear from the rest of the world, you can hook yourself up with like better communication. Like they just they don't have any cell signal. Like get some like scrying pools or something. I don't care. And you can, like even just like a thing, just like send a smoke signal to someone who's like on the edge of the border and have them walk out of the thing, send a text, and come back. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, um, pretty, pretty Steppenwolf stole the mother box. Probably on my way. Sorry, our bad. And then go back. <laughs> like, sorry, our bad. Sorry. Uh, yeah. All right, now we can uh, move on to to Batman. To Batman. Oh boy. Yeah. So. He still I, has guns. He still has guns. Still has I guns. Don't ha- I didn't have 
Okay, no, I have a very big problem with Batman. I was about to say, it's, yeah. ma- it's mainly from Batman vs. Superman, but a lot of those issues still come over. And I think my biggest one that I always think about from Batman vs. Superman going into this, who, by the way, both of these are Zack Snyder's movies, Batman vs. Superman and The Just League we just saw. It's his vision, so it should be like a clear picture. And then why in Batman vs. Superman is, is Batman so keen on like, yeah, I can beat Superman and like, the entire movie said, like, maybe he could. Like, he probably can. You know, who could actually win? But then in this movie, it is, like, night and day, where this one, it's so clear, nothing on this planet can compare to Superman's strength. No mortal, especially not Batman. Batman's the weakest member of this team. Batman does really he, not much. Yeah. This. He cannot hold his candle to anyone else on this team. Even Aquaman does better than him. So... It's just such a like a contrast where it's like this was the Batman that everyone thought like no he could probably take Superman like give him the prep time but in this one he doesn't he his whole job is getting stronger people to him to do the work and he'll help out during the fight but it's mainly everyone else doing this so it's just such a it's such a different version and I get the idea it's like yeah he's grown as a character but I f- swear he's gotten weaker and it almost it almost feels like he's less capable now. And, but th- and that's not a problem with just this one. That right. was, he's pretty capable once you give him an alien rifle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he he's saying headshots all day. Uh, which I'll let you playing Call of Duty. Yeah, I'll let you talk about uh, that. But real quick, it's just it seems like um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Then yeah, go ahead talk about how do you feel about Batman using firearms and alien guns and stuff like that oh, it's great it's because i always refer back to the Zack snyder interview of you know this isn't like your normal uh you know superhero movie it's gonna be a bit grittier because you know i really understand comics mm. gives batman a gun okay yeah. sure and all right i do want to point out both what me and randy are talking about right now this is a problem that is not only in this one but also in the original one of like bat well Batman's just characters. Zack Snyder with Batman. Yeah, Zack Snyder with Batman. And it's even also the, in Batman versus Superman. Even the like, um, just not the original much. cut of this movie, like theatrical cut, it also has this problem that I have with Batman, where he's less capable, and then he's using guns. <laughs> I so I kind of want to build on that. It what I think is the Batman in Justice League compared to Batman versus Superman. I'm not saying first. Let me add this: Batman versus Superman. I'm not saying he's a great Batman. That's not what I'm saying, but. I will say this much. He was at least proactive in yeah. Batman vs. Superman. He was making plans. That's how he was able to... There were bad plans, and he was an idiot doing it, but he was doing stuff. Well, like the thing about it is this, though, is he planned out a trap that actually worked to take down Superman, and he would have killed him if he would have went through with it. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> well, there's that, but like, but then you get to Justice League, and it's suddenly like Batman is no longer the proactive member where he's making plans. No, the only plan that he has is to get other more powerful people to do it, and like that's about it. His plan is literally, I'm gonna make someone else do that. I'm going to, like, find which, like, you know, there's always an argument that it's like a, a good quality of a leader is knowing the strengths and weaknesses of your team. But he doesn't have many strengths given, like on this team. I don't honestly. I don't think this Batman is the smartest member of this team. I think Diana is a better lead. I think like Wonder Woman oh, feels is. like she's doing a better job leading this team. Yeah. Speaking of like bringing back um, Superman, this is something like uh, that wasn't plot wise. This was actually something I noticed uh, shot wise how they did it. So they're all pretty much standing around this table talking about okay, 
how can we use this last mother box basically to bring back Superman so he can, you know, save our ass. And just during that scene, it's just spinning the entire time between each character instead of like switching. It's just in constant motion of like panning across. And it was just, it felt really disorienting. Yeah. And I was like, I understand what they're doing, but just when it was happening, I was just like, just stop spinning, stop spinning, Zach, stop spinning, please. Um, one more thing I wanted to add about also uh, Batman as well is, and I think this adds on to his like reactive thing is, where I don't feel like he's Batman is like you mentioned this before. He uses a lot of guns, but the weird thing is this: he, he only uses, throws one battering. Yeah, he doesn't even use his. It's not like he brings his own gun. Like he uses guns most of the time to the defeat the parademons. It's not him bringing his own guns. He always picks up someone else's gun. Yeah, and it's like he's, weird. Well, unless like, he's using like the crawling tank. Yeah, the, well, yeah, the, the, like night, the night crawler. The his vehicles, thing. which yeah. have guns. Yeah, yeah but those like, are hard to, to be fair. <laughs> they're they're like in the last fight where he's basically uh, like a smoke silo thing is like falling yeah. down and parademons are chasing him and he's like reversing and shooting. Yeah. I'll That's admit, a cool. That's that was cool badass. Scene. You get, you get a, Tiny clap, Zack Snyder. Tiny clap. No, that, well, that's what Zack Snyder does best. He does cool moments. Like that's cool, and like I still like the moment where like everyone's trying to beat up Superman, and then Flash runs around, and like it's the first time you see anyone other than Flash move that fast, and he just stares at him, and then just throws everyone. Like that's a cool moment. Stuff leading up to that doesn't work, but Zack Snyder can do good moments. Anyway, back to yeah. Your sorry, but, yeah, yeah. I feel like. Um, at this point, if Batman is just going to be using guns and he's just going to keep picking up picking up other people's guns, he just needs to make that part of his loadout. Honestly, yeah, like, at, at, like bring it. at this point, if you're going to be using it this much, like not just here but also in Batman versus Superman, like he also does the same thing too. Like if you remember, like the scene how he takes up yeah. the flamethrower dude, he uses someone else's gun to do it. Um, just bring your own gun, Batman. Like why even pretend you're going to use the batarangs? You just end up shooting people he anyways. Uses one batarang in this entire thing this Ar- is- arguably two but it was, it was essentially a grenade is what else he used and the only time he uses a batarang he throws it at the flash just to prove that he's the flash which by the way i do i always like make the jokes how many kids did he throw that at and get wrong and just shish kebab in the head <laughs> with a batarang yeah. but it's like do you just have do you just have the one battering and when Barry said, Can I keep this? It's like, well, I, I'm that's my last one, but it's yours I now. I didn't keep manufacturing them because now I'm making guns. Yeah. Like I made one. And so it's just like I'm honestly, I don't think I'll have a problem with him using guns if it's explained, but it's never explained and he doesn't use like his comic toolkits. It's like imagine if like Superman randomly starts shooting laser blasts from his hands and not his eyes, and they just never addressed it. They just never talk about it or explained why he's doing that. It's just that's what he does now. Yeah, and plus Batman's always been more of like a master planner and a yeah. and like a master of like hand to hand combat, and you don't really see him use that much like at all. I remember like, there was he- one time he like kicks a parademon. And I remember you specifically were like, that looked really weak. It was the least effort kick I'd ever seen. And that might just be like, that That scene might have just been like a reshoot. And Ben Affleck was like, this suit is so goddamn heavy. I'm not like putting effort into this. Yeah. And so maybe that's why they have him like shoot a lot because it's easier to like shoot around that. But yeah, when he, anytime he does like hand to hand fight, and I don't, maybe it's just because like he's doing it around like Wonder Woman who has like, amazing like choreography and like fight scenes 
it just looks so low effort. Yeah. I like, feel that's why they always yeah. stick him in like a tank or something, right? Because yeah. They, because they just like, all right, Batman, Call of Duty time, get in a tank. Call, Call of Duty time. Yeah. You get, get your kill streak up, man. We need that. We need that uh, care package. And I hate that. Like, I just, like, if I want to see Batman fight, I want to see him, like, actually fight. I yeah. have issues with the version Batman versus Superman of Batman, especially him killing people. Yeah. But the warehouse scene actually shows him using yeah that warehouse scene was pretty cool that where you know what i think you know what would have been better than him just going around like shooting people if like because in the warehouse scene while he's just kind of mowing through it at certain points he does still use stealth batman never uses stealth he runs in there with like a he has like three different tanks in this yeah and so like he does have three tanks he does or he has two and if you include the batmobile as a the batmobile is essentially a tank so yes so i was counting that he has three tanks um he never uses stealth. He never tries to like hide in the shadows, even though like he's an all black outfit, and that's like his whole deal. It's like, and I feel like there are moments where like you can do that. Like I feel like there's a way to write this where like you have the main guys go in and do that, and like maybe like Flash and Wonder Woman are causing a distraction, and you need Batman to like stealth Cyborg in there, so that like he could do it. So it's utilizing what he's good at. Now we'll just drive a fucking tank through it. Yeah, like the last. We'll just drive a tank and shoot things. <laughs> the closest thing was like the you know you point out like the hmm. final fight, but yeah. like really his plan was like I'm just gonna blow up the shield because I can do that apparently. Yeah. Uh, it's just like oh one missile doesn't work. What if I use eight missiles? That is the weakest shield I think I've ever seen yeah. in a movie. What or is an the alien point? shield? Yeah, it's like pretty I'm pretty weak. sure like the U.S. military can take that out pretty easily. It is weird that there's a lack of like human military action like yeah okay i'll use this example at least in avengers they showed like the cops and like the military trying to fight back against like the the what was it the chitari yeah the chitari Chitari, yeah yeah. like the chitari like invading and then like here it's just like yeah they're in like some abandoned town in russia so i don't know we're not gonna do anything the one time the military shows up is when superman's revived and they start shooting at him (laughs) which is i'm sure is like some type of Zack snyder symbolism they brought Superman back and can confirm Henry Cavill still hot. Yeah, still hot. Good people. To, yeah, good to hear. Good to hear. That's like our third like still hot uh, reminder, uh, well, folks. If you keep yeah. count, that's probably. That I mean, if if you count Wonder Woman uh, can break me, we got four. So. Oh yeah, you did Aquaman twice. You're right. I yeah, forgot. Aquaman twice because yeah, right. you know he rips his shirt off to go into the ocean. Twice. Like I said, it wasn't in the original, and Zach put that in. <laughs> And I thank him. Yeah. It's worth the four hours. Okay, but you know, I mean, no, you bring up a good point. So how did you guys feel about Superman in this? Seth? Um, eh. Like, eh. like uh, it's it's weird because like, on, on one hand, they did fix like the, the weird CGI mustache thing. Yeah, yeah I think they better. reshot those. Yeah, they definitely did. And I do like that better. I just remembered... There isn't. Do you remember that, like, in the opening of the last one, where there's this weird, like, iPhone footage of him, like, talking to the kids, and then like, oh yeah, Superman, you're my hero. He's like, uh, yeah, thank you, you know, whatever. Like, waves your hand, and it's like so terribly shot because you can like see his like weird lip. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's gone. So that's yeah, a that's different. just not in here. But yeah, like, and I and I also wanted to like draw comparisons between the 2017 Justice League and this one. Hmm. Um, just to figure out like what's going on and I I still have issues with him waking up and just fighting the Justice League I feel like 
it's mostly there just to like kind of flex how powerful Superman is, which is yeah. you know fair enough. Like, yeah, I guess. you have Cyborg trying like he runs at him and mm-hmm. then he just he separates his arm into the baby arms and starts just punching him in the face, <laughs> and, and of course Superman is just ineffective. Yeah. yeah, and I have issues with that, but I think more of the issues like the characterization of like what Superman is is like weirdly enough in the Whedon cut he felt like had like a little bit more I don't know personality yeah like I think because like he was a little bit more like quippy but like in a way like his introduction okay it's super cheesy so Hmm. it definitely I think this introduction was better but his introduction the Whedon cut was like I'm a firm believer in like truth and justice or whatever and it's like it yeah it's cheesy but superman is i can't superman's well, a big blue boy scout he's yeah. supposed to be cheesy and i kind of want to i'm not gonna lie if any character is supposed to be cheesy i want it to be superman because i want to have that contrast where like batman i'm okay with batman bring brewing the edgy that's what he does if superman's like all like sunshine rainbows that's fine because like th- that means they would work well together but if everyone's super edgy and gray then it's just Everyone is the same now. Yeah, and it's so, like, and also, like, Superman just gets, like, the runaround, like, so much. Like, okay, so as soon as he leaves, Steppenwolf comes and takes the third and final mother box. Yeah. And then... Well, he leaves because he sees Lois, and, you know, the power of boners makes him be like, oh, I remember everything now. Peace out, dudes. Yeah. This joke was brought to you by CinemaSense. Yeah. The power, the power of boners is not an original joke from Fresh Podcast. Please check out CinemaSense. Yeah, um, but anyways, so he like I'm not getting sued. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, he has to go to Kent Farm and like meet with his like his uh, girlfriend and his uh, his mom, and then he has to fly all the way first back to a ship so he can get a new suit. Yeah, which looks great. Um, and I'm and I will add this thing. I do like the fact that when they introduce him with the new suit. It, it, it does seem to be, like, a homage to, like, Man of Steel when he first gets his suit there. Mm-hmm. So I like that, like, it was a shot referencing that. But then he has to go to Alfred. And then Alfred's like, great, I'm glad you're here. This is where you actually need to go. Yeah, I don't know why and you I, came to me first. And, and once again, this comes back to the communication thing. It's just, like, Bruce should have just shot a text to um, Lois, like, hey, real quick, once he gets to feeling better, tell him we need him here. Yeah, it's like this, like, now. random city yeah. in Moscow. Like, here's the Google Maps for it. If he uses <laughs> that. It's like, please tell him to come there, like, right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Randy, how do you feel about Superman? Um, You know, it was, uh, it was all right. I mean, yeah. he still was just being space Jesus, basically. I know yeah, oh, there's yeah, at the least... Symbol. <laughs> Like, yeah. there's at least two scenes of just being like, hey, it's symbolic, you see? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm kind of fine with him being, like, super overpowered. They do show that uh, Wonder Woman can somewhat stand she, up to him Wonder for Woman a little bit. Wonder Woman's the closest. To, She's the closest. Yeah. Everyone else is just, like, it's like doing nothing. It's yeah. like they're just hitting him with pillows. Especially, now, like, Batman doesn't even, like, get a swing in. Yeah. And so, but... It was it was fine, I mm. guess, for how he was treated. Yeah, now it's I, Superman. It's Superman. Well, that's the thing, and like, I honestly, and I, but like thinking about it, and Seth, you got brought up. I don't. I might honestly prefer parts of the Whedon, like the original, like Superman coming back to this one. Like, obviously, I like his suit better. I like the homage to the original Man of Steel. I know it's like kind of a weird scene. It doesn't make sense. Part of me does like the fact that he just beats up the other Justice League members, especially Batman. I just get a weird satisfaction of just Out of like... all of them, Batman does kind of deserve it. Like, honestly, yeah. he does. They should honestly just like, hey, we'll let you beat him up for like 
two minutes, and that'd probably kill him. It's but. like, <laughs> let's say I'm like, if it went any longer than what it did, Batman would have died. It's, it's like if it's, you hit your brother by, if you hit your brother, and it's like, okay, you get a free hit. Yeah, like that's that, exactly that's what, what it is. And this, this, honestly, that whole scene felt like. With, like when I think about Batman vs Superman, it's like this is the answer. By the way, if they just like met on the streets with their standard gear, Superman just not even close. It's not even a close fight. Like he just rips him apart. And so, like I get a, I do kind of like that scene. Like you said, it doesn't make, it doesn't really make sense why he's doing that. It's not explained very well. And the stuff, it's again the Zack Snyder thing. It's a cool moment, but the stuff around it doesn't really make sense. So it kind of it loses context. Um. But yeah, I I don't think I like the Superman as much, mainly because after those he's really boring. He's yeah. just a, he's just a bull. He's he's like a gorilla. I mean, I've always found Superman boring in my personal opinion. He is. No, you're right. He's not an easy. I character mean, it's kind of, yeah. He's, he's not too, easy to write for. He's too strong and he doesn't have much. Which, but so he kind of just comes in and just solves every problem, which he did that in the original. But at least in the original. He was more like true Superman where he's smiling and it's like truth and justice and he's being cheesy about it. So it's like at least he has something there. He's he, In this one, he just kind of shows up, solves the problem, and it's a cool scene him beating up Steppenwolf, but I don't even think he says a word at the end. I don't remember a single line of dialogue after he shows up. He's just swinging. Yeah, I think he says like he says something like when Stephen Wolf tries to like oh, yeah. swing his axe yeah, at no, him, right. and he's like not impressed, not yeah. impressed. Yeah, after like, and then he, he just breathes on it and shatters it, which did look pretty cool. And then he yeah. just beats his ass, and I was just like, all right, I feel like get when, it. Yeah. I feel like when Superman is executed best is when it's when he is whenever he's able to deal with the situation not through his powers but like through being human. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like because like a lot of people that seem to really love Superman love whenever he has his interactions with like especially with like kids that are like down on themselves yeah. or something like that and like he kind of gives them like a pep talk or like kind of walks them through like hey it's going to be okay like, like i think like most people that like that enjoy superman don't enjoy him because he can punch hard there are some people that that's the only that's the only thing that judges a character for them and i call those people dragon ball fans um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can punch yeah. hard. They don't like. They don't care about story. Where it was like, who can punch the hardest? That's my favorite character. But I think actual like people who really like Superman like him for more when he does like his his challenge isn't like punching hard enough. It's like, am I? Is it the right decision of what I'm doing? Which I think they like, try to do in Batman Superman, but it didn't exactly work to any level. Despite some of the really mixed messaging of Man yeah. of Steel, some of the stuff where it shows him as a kid, like trying to like help the students and protect them yeah. and stuff like that, I feel like did a far better job of like humanizing who Clark is. Yeah. So, yeah, I very, you know, I very much agree. And in this one, he just he shows up and just solves every problem. The second he, I honestly have to expect him to go into Apocalypse and like rip Darkseid's head off. Cause like why should why wouldn't he how why what's stopping him? I mean Zeus kicked his butt. Yeah, and the entire reason that Darkseid isn't coming is because of Superman. Him. Yeah, which I will say, it didn't make sense in the original why because Superman has only been there for like, like let's 30 say years. thirty years max, but Darkseid's like a million years old. So why like just now? It is a little bit explained where when they failed. There has just always been like the next hero, and they've just said like the age of hero just hasn't stopped. And then when Superman died, that was like okay, 
now this will be the least amount of work this is the least amount of work so it's a little bit better explained but i feel like there was a time in between like the age of the gods and when superman was still like a kid that you could have invaded and had far less problems Probably. I think Wonder the movie Wonder Woman helps exemplify that the best, which yeah. did come out before Justice League, yes. where she comes into a world of like man where they're all fighting with themselves, but it's all primitive technology. Yeah. She's like the first kind of superhero to show up in like ages. Yeah, that's another thing. They then they say it's like okay now that like now during this time period everyone's fighting with each other and doing this. So it's like yeah we are, but I've, like you said. I think World War Two, we were physically fighting with each other. So and we didn't have superheroes. And we didn't have we had a one, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. And that's not the one they were afraid of. No, <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't, because it, it was very clear, and it was very clear in the flashback that the the old Greek gods carried carried that team. Oh yeah, oh, it yeah. was the old Greek gods that. Should one, we just really go into that scene? Because like. Honestly, that's yeah. my favorite scene. No, in this movie. I think it's fine too. I was say, do I, we want to talk about like some of the good things about the movies? Yeah, we've what been kind of. there are. I think I know, we've just been crapping on the movie. We have for, like, been the entire podcast. But no, you're right. We should get into the elements that we actually did enjoy because we haven't talked a lot. But I actually think I agree with Seth, and I think I said this during this. Like, I would prefer a movie about just the old guys and the old heroes, with like that first that first Green Lantern that was at Earth, the Atlantean, like trying to get that whole alliance together. I think that's a better movie. Like that was a cooler scene. It could be. Yeah. yeah. That, that was like the coolest scene and the best action scene period. Cause yeah. like even the final fight I felt was lacking just because it's like in an empty city. There's like yeah. really no stakes. Like I said earlier, the only cool part was the silo and the Batmobile. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, it was kind of like, I kind of, eh, and then Superman shows up, kicks I his ca- ass. I kind of liked, like, I kind of liked the way Superman kicked his ass, but oh, I, think, I think Wonder Woman still had some good fighting yeah. against uh, Steppenwolf. But it was still over. But no, yeah, like, the yeah. one of the best action scenes is that like flashback, which is extent. It was in the original, but now it's much more ex- extended. Extended and gorier, and it's oh like, yeah. yeah, it's 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 actually like re- I mean, figure the guy who did three hundred makes a really good large scale like action yeah. scene between ancient warriors and like an alien race. That's that makes a good sense. point, man. Like it, it looks cool. I think it was just cool seeing like the Atlanteans and the Amazonians and like uh, the races of men all coming together to fight like Darkseid and like it's this really like full blown fight and it looks awesome. Yeah. Like, and then and then yeah, the Greek gods. Whenever Zeus and Ares start show and Artemis shows up and they like start like kicking butt, it's it's cool. It's like I want to yeah. see a whole movie of just that. Yeah. And you know what? That honestly might go back to my point of I just thought like that. Zack Snyder doesn't do characters well and because like those characters don't even say words they don't have dialogue they don't have anything else it's literally they just show up and do action and that's the best because that's yeah. what Zack Snyder knows how to do there's no frills no bullshit it's just like just straight up fighting and that's what we want <laughs> yeah and uh you were talking more about the uh the gore when Zeus uh, pretty much shocks uh it was dark side they were fighting yeah. yes um because in the original it's Steppenwolf so right yeah, but I don't even think. Don't no, it's it's bad CG, Seth. Yeah. But it's not like so. In the original for Randy, um, there's just kind of like Steph Wolf's there. They run at each other, and then it's mostly just like the gods and the lantern and like the other lanterns just blowing up ships and mm. blowing up faces. I think maybe a couple of them do hit Steph Wolf. I think Zeus might lightning him. Like it's it's like the same shot except replace Steph Wolf with Dark Side now, and. It's just, 
it's just kind of there and whatever and you don't get a sense of like who is more powerful than the other who's doing more work or like even what's even happening you just know that this side is winning and they're blowing things up and that's it but in this one you get a sense of like this is kind of like where everyone's at like power scale wise like atlanteans are doing pretty well but like they're nowhere close to like what the gods are doing um everyone else is kind of like foot soldiers the one lantern there which is which in the original when we saw like one shadow this one you actually see like a little bit more of what he's doing and you actually see him how he's how he became not why he's not around anymore (laughs) yeah i got his hand cut off he got a little more in his hand i mean yeah he but lost, i just remember he lost his hand head. getting cut off and then the ring flying yeah. off and then dark side tries to grab it but it shoots off into he space got, or no, whatever he, after he got i guess you were looking at the head after he gets his hand cut, cut off in like the background you see dark side like lift up his spear and like bring it back down on him oh. yeah so he's dead yeah that that lantern is totally dead but like a, the, just the scene of like zeus just like and Ares just tag teaming him is like so cool yeah I was about to say, yeah, like, Ares brings down his axe, and I, I know you asked this question, and I couldn't tell um, if it was the same actor from Wonder Woman, if it's uh, Professor Lupin yeah. or not, but... Which I think he said, like, he can change his face, so it yeah, probably is Yeah, but isn't. what's weird is, I remember in the Wonder Woman movie, as like, as fun of a movie as it is, uh, like, in the old painting of Ares, it looks like the actor, Yeah, you know? He's like, I can change forms, and I'm like, then why do you continue to look like Professor Lupin? He's, he likes that look. He, he's looking he good. Likes the, he likes the mustache. Yeah, yeah. this one he has more like a beard. Yeah. yeah. It's not a big beard, though. It's a little small beard. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell because he was wearing like a big helmet. Yeah. So, but yeah, he brings his uh, his axe down on Darkseid and like it just gushes blood. And it looked like the blood effects and stuff in this movie do look good. So I'll, you know, give props to that. So like I said, some of the CGI, like... Uh, like I said earlier, looks like crap. Pretty much any other, other times, any good. other blood effect looks terrible. Which, but which I guess we could talk about the gore for a little bit. Is this movie is rated R? Rated Bare. R for Cyborg and Batman say fuck, and Batman uses guns. Essentially, that is it. There is not that much gore. If it is, it's on not human characters. Um, which depends. Sometimes, like sometimes that then gets it rated R. Sometimes it doesn't. Like yeah, I know in so- video games, one of the reasons like Halo. Certain Halos, I think, uh, Reach was rated T, right? No. Yeah. No? no. The only one rated T uh, of the main Halos was Halo 5. Oh, okay. And I think yeah. one of the reasons they got away with that was, like, there was no human blood. It was all alien blood yeah, it was or all something like that. Or something. So, so it's really, like, if you're scared to, like, show your kid this movie because, like, oh, it's a radar Justice League movie, it'll be fine. Like, well, it'll... Eh. <laughs> I'm sure your your kid's going to hear the F word at some point. It might as well be from Batman. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not that it's it's when he says like radar, don't expect like Batman to like rip somebody's head off and like throw a grenade down in there. Unless it's a parademon. <laughs> he doesn't even do that now. He just shoots him in the head and walks away. I mean, to be fair, they did show a lot of gore whenever the parademon. But then again, it's a parademon. Yeah. It's head blown off. Yeah. Um, Like the only scene I can think of that really earns its R rating. And this is kind of iffy is whenever Steppenwolf goes to atlantis to take the mother box yeah one of the atlantean soldiers that attacks him he like splits at the waist with his axe 
but the thing is like it's in water and like the blood is kind of like cloudy so it yeah. kind of covers it up so it's sort of hard to tell that he does that and yeah. plus this movie's just dark so it's just hard to I see i was like is it is that blood or is he have blood or do you like he actually like cut open like an ink pen in his pocket uh, it's just you made like, me ink yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> so yeah it's honestly, it's not too bad of an r rating uh um, yeah it's not a like deadpool and they're not making like dick jokes and stuff it, yeah it's kind of like uh the batman if that's something you're more worried about than gore yeah, yeah. So. it's kind of like the batman versus superman ultimate edition when they made that rated r where all they did is just pretty much the same fight scenes they just added in like a little blood splatter here and there and that was really yeah. it so um now that we've gone on to that how do you guys feel about we've talked about pretty much every part of this movie oh, at was? least one point except oh wait what there was one other uh, good thing yeah. that it was just oh, yeah, just the one good joke, and it just made me laugh a little, just a little <laughs> chuckle. It, you know, it wasn't too good, but basically, it was when uh, this is before they revived Superman, mm. but they're talking to uh, Jim Gordon, uh, yeah. Commissioner Gordon, and uh, he turns around, and then like he turns back, and everyone's gone except for the Flash, who should be the first one to like leave, leave, <laughs> and he's just like, oh, they all just kind of left you. That's kind of rude. Anyway, see ya. Yeah, there he goes. So I, I don't know. That got yeah. a little chuckle out of me. So I'm like, they they got one. Yeah, they got one kind of funny joke. That was also that was also like uh in the in the theatrical cut. Oh, as well. it was. Yeah, oh. but that was also like, yeah. It's like okay, that's cute. And that shows like he's more characters. Like he doesn't know what he's doing. Like one, he doesn't get the things. <laughs> one stupid joke I also liked. If we're going there, mm. is uh, I did like the one between Cyborg and Flash when he, like. Flash is basically asking, like, do you think he has a chance with, like, Wonder Woman? Yeah. Do you think she's in the younger guys? He's like, she's, like, over 5,000 years old. Everyone's a younger guy yeah. to her. <laughs> well, yeah. and then, of course, I immediately say it's, like, so, so what you're saying is there's a chance. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so there's a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the only, like, yeah, honestly, no, that's the best joke. Which, what's that just say? Because I was thinking, it's, like, where, where's some other, like, because a lot of the humor is just from Flash. And then I thought about it, It's, like, that's his two best moments. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that is. He's he's okay being funny. He's not obnoxious. That's not the thing that like makes him obnoxious at least to me, but what makes him obnoxious is we we touched on this like, yeah. earlier just once again. It's just the writing like sabotaging. It's the writing around him which I guess I shouldn't I guess I shouldn't blame him as a character for it or him as an actor, uh, but it's so annoying every time cuz it's always around him cuz they can't have him be the strongest one on the team or like even close to Superman. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's... So, we've talked about everything else except for... So, this movie is divided up into eight parts, I believe, and then the epilogue. So, the epilogue oh is just a bunch of... The epilogue, honestly, it's really weird because a lot of post credit scenes together that don't really seem to go together... Like it's a, it's a couple post credit scenes that's like yeah you'd see at the end of the Marvel things you know at the end and then randomly it cuts to like an apocalyptic future for no, and it's normally this was like Batman's dream sequence but they skip that and just put it at the very end and um it's like it's got kind of I don't want to say it's a cool word it's just a desert it looks like Mad Max yeah, pretty much. Just on the outside yeah. of a major city, yeah, it's it, all destroyed and it's you know desert. Yeah, well, you know, I guess I'll go. Ready? How did, so, how did you feel about the the post credit scene and all that? And do you think 
do you think this that will like lead to anything or you think that's just well, nothing? I I don't know if it's been confirmed or anything cuz I don't follow too much movie news like is Zack Snyder doing any more like DC stuff? Mm. He said that he's hoping for it but, but like he thinks Warner, it's unlikely. Yeah. Warner Brothers even well cuz yeah. they've even started cuz obviously Batman is getting a different version. Cyborg has a different version already in the um in Doom Patrol, and that character is more... I like that character better, but that character's been doing better. Flash's TV series has been going on for a while, but at the very least, they fine. have... Ezra Miller has shown up in other things, so he'll be fine. And I think if they do continue with any of these characters, it'll probably be with Wonder Woman or with Aquaman. But I don't know if Zack Snyder will get another just that's kind of that is really open to another ensemble yeah that is really open to how well are they, how well is this going to do or, or do they just want to do something else like or is the robert pattinson one just going to be better in those dudes but we'll get so yeah what did so how did you feel i guess about this ending thing um i found it kind of interesting you got to see uh it reminded me a lot of uh that video game injustice it was yes. a uh fighting yeah. of between pretty much superheroes basically the plot was uh lois was pregnant uh she dies superman then goes on a rampage uh and is just like well time to kill everyone mm-hmm. and uh from what it looks like like maybe they could do a similar storyline or something like that because you got uh like uh deathstroke working with batman and joker and uh this joker was i mean he was better than what he was in suicide squad which isn't saying much yeah um but uh you then get uh to the part where uh you got Zack snyder really understanding comic book characters <laughs> so much you got batman holding some form of assault rifle and uh the joker is pretty much like pushing his buttons like haha i'm gonna like piss you off they did confirm that this joker did kill jason todd which was yeah. one of the robins so I guess that was their very loose explanation of why Batman's just okay with killing people. Yeah, basically he was just like, you sent Robin to like come do a man's job because you're a little bitch. And then uh, Batman's just like, once this is over, and I quote, says, when I fucking kill you, I'll do it slow. Because yes, that's what I want to hear from Batman. Yeah. I really understand comic book characters. Zack Snyder. Uh... Yeah, I f- you really like that quote. I, yeah, uh, I liked it so much I, I quoted it and put it in my notes. Uh, but yeah, so. that's um, that was a weird thing. But, you know, I do like that you brought up Injustice because that was like the exact, like one of my first thoughts when we see this and we see um, evil Superman. That's like, yeah, this probably is a, they probably, it probably isn't a world where like, it probably isn't exactly how Injustice started where Joker is the one that like made Superman kill his wife. Because if that happened, Joker wouldn't be able to just be sitting down. He'd be dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, he'd be on Batman's number one dead. But, yeah, I think I think they are going to do a similar, if they were, uh, it would probably be a similar type story. And I don't know. It's a very, it just kind of, this world just felt like it kind of came out and, like, just, like, here it is. I Like, I, it looked like a different Actually, no, I don't say it felt like a different movie, but, like, it it didn't feel like any, like, build-up or, like, there were kind of hints to it, but not really. It just kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, but I will say 
they did not add the line where Joker says, we live in a society, even though he says that in the trailer. So I guess that does mean they know not to do the meme stuff. Um, but Seth, how did you feel about this uh, epilogue thing at the end? It was, a, it was super unnecessary. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. this movie is already, like, four hours long <laughs> and then having this 20-minute epilogue scene. Yeah, the epilogue was, like, 19 minutes, Yeah, I think, yeah. is that what you said. really didn't amount to anything because, like, it's and I mean, granted, Zack Snyder did say that like this is like a cliffhanger to things I want to do in the future, but probably won't happen, like his version of like another Justice League. But it's just so like, to me, this is the worst part of the film, uh, because like this is definitely like Zack Snyder just going all in on just like, in really indulging himself, and yeah. that's what really just makes me clock out. This the way the scene is shot with like Joker, like if you remember, they focus in on him. Like, like, okay, the camera is watching Joker and it's just him talking, but then it goes out of focus and it's like, why is it doing that? It's, yeah, I was like, and I was watching and I was like, is there something wrong with my TV? No. What's going on? I'm artsy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, and it's like, I feel like the conversation didn't really add anything to me because it didn't really feel like batman to me mm-hmm. like the way like there's oh you didn't feel like going, batman when he yeah. said he's gonna fucking kill joker slowly yeah, that yeah. wasn't batman yeah i mean you like, sure yeah he I really mean, understands comic book characters yeah. and i mean it's there like that seemed like just is just it feels like Zack and i are really going like way too edgy like mm-hmm. i mean he has that issue anyways um in my opinion with like a lot of his films but like it's just going way too far with it again yeah. and Another thing is, like, they're teasing things like, oh, there's, like, Mira here, and there's, like, Cyborg, and then there's Deathstroke, and just, like, oh, cool, Deathstroke. Oh, I completely forgot Deathstroke was there. <laughs> yeah, like, Deathstroke is in the background holding, like, an yeah. LMG, and it's just like, all right, he's here. He's Which there. is interesting because uh, the, like, post-credit scene, or I guess it's not post-credit scene, yeah. but, like, in the epilogue it was the original, earlier. It was the original post-credit scene. In the, it just yeah. shows, you know, Deathstroke talking to Lex Luthor and being like, I'm going to kill Batman. And then mm-hmm. here it's just like, oh, we're well, fine. I mean, it's all like a dream. And that's another thing that bothers me, too, about, like, dream sequences. And yeah. it's why I didn't like in Batman versus Superman is when you know it's a dream sequence, you loses any sort of yeah. stakes or any sort of meaning. Because, like, I don't care what this Joker is saying to Batman or anything because it's a dream. I don't care if it's a prophetic dream. Yeah. It's still a dream. Even if it's, like, even if it's like oh, a distant future, like an apocalyptic future, it's not going to matter because Flash is going to – this is – if this is setting up for anything it's trying to set up for Flashpoint, he's going to go back in time and fix it. And so anything that happens in this world won't matter. Stakes aren't real in in this future timeline because it's going to hit the undo button pretty soon. Yeah, so, like, I just didn't... I just found myself as, like, this movie should have ended sooner. I don't care about any of this that's yeah. happening. And it's just, like, completely unnecessary. If anything, I wish it would have just ended with if they had to do it. Just the Martian Manhunter scene at the end. Just, just go ahead and just get straight to that. Like, I, yeah. I don't yeah. care. But still, I think it, this felt a lot like, and this might have just been me. This, and it's why I asked you guys if you think there's going to be anything after this. It felt like Zack Snyder again pleading to like either executives or fans. Like, this is his last pitch. This is the last dude ever. I'm just throwing all my Zack Snyderisms at the wall. This super edgy apocalyptic future. Superman's evil. Batman's saying fuck and all these things and Flash has a freaking Transformers suit on for some reason. You know, I, I don't been... know, man. I think you would. I, in my opinion, his like future post-apocalyptic suit kind of looks better than his. Oh, he looks. Mo- oh no. <laughs> okay. You know what? Fair enough. I guess I'm comparing it to original Flash. No, 
Flash's costume, and this has been a problem throughout the. I hate Fla- the Ezra Miller. Flash's his costume is terrible. It looks like if he swung his arm too far one direction, one of those wires is gonna go loose and cut his arm off. That's supposed to say it looks like he just like ran into a bunch of barbed wire. <laughs> this might might be what he did. He can't walk straight. Yeah. He probably did do that. This one, it looks like he ran into a trash compactor, but at least like it's it looks kind of functional. It doesn't look like Flash. He looks like a different character. Yeah, I had no idea it was Flash I mean, until it did, like it the mask kind of came yeah. apart. And like if he, like if you just saw him when he his mask goes and like you probably could figure it out if he's like running like that. But like he doesn't look like any character. He's like, oh, you know, is that well, who's that? Alfred in a suit? Like, <laughs> I, I guess to me and. Uh, I do. I'm not crazy about collapsible face shields, but mm. like, if there's someone that probably needs it, it's probably Flash. Yeah, it's like a face shield. Well, like, runs. if I'm fine with it, but like, it's not just his face. It comes over his entire head. That's true. It's and it's like a, a weird like triangle thing. He he looks like a weird version of like like the triangle faces from Silent Hill. Triangle head. Triangle head. Yeah. Wow, that was a dumber name than I just made up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just. God, everything with with the Flash. Pyramid head. Pyramid Not head. Sure. Yeah. Um, everything with the Flash in this movie from the beginning to the epilogue, I just have some problem with. He has a couple funny lines, but I just that's honestly my biggest takeaway is I just don't like Flash in either version of these movies. And that's I'm not trying to like hate on Flash the character because I like Flash character. I really like the first couple of seasons of like the Flash TV show and like his comics. And like he was one of my favorite characters in the animated show growing up, but it's just I just I'm just not a fan of this version of him. Mm-hmm. You know how I think they probably could have fixed Batman is very simply just now this had to be fixed in the first time they introduced Batman. Yeah, is just this should have been a alternate universe in which they've done this in the comics. You know, it's DC yeah. or any comic book series. You know, everyone's been whoever at some point. Yeah. Is uh, I know there's a version of Batman in which it's Thomas Wayne and instead Bruce and Martha die and in that version like it's already established Mm. is that thomas wayne's version of batman uses guns and is more violent than bruce's version so i like i feel like if initially when Zack snyder set out to be like i'm gonna make an edgier batman and if he really knows comics they should have just pulled and been like no this isn't your standard bruce wayne because it's not bruce wayne it's thomas wayne and we're pulling from like this comic even if you're not gonna do that what what might be like a better like what might if you were trying to do something like that's not totally because that's because that character is directly related to Flashpoint. So if you want to do some debt, make it Jason Todd. Make it instead of during the Killing Joke where he was about to kill Robin, like Batman came in and he killed Batman instead. So this is just a grown up Robin that's taken up the mantle and is now like killing people. I think because that's a more interesting character. It explains his backstory. We finally, I guess now we kind of got. Um, an explanation of why he kills people. I mean, not really. It's just kind of, I think he just kind of confirmed a fan theory that people had that he killed the original Robin. So Batman kills people now. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's just, I, this Batman just needs an explanation. Yeah. Pretty At much. no point, And I had this, I've always had this problem with the original justice league. Well, I'm just going to reiterate it now is, they really want this to be Avengers and Infinity War and all these things, and Civil War, and they want to I do mean, all yeah, these things. Even like the but, cubes things coming together is kind of Oh, that of was like, very Tesseract, yeah. Yeah. But they want to do all these things that Marvel did, but the difference is Marvel did it through a period of like 
11 years and they started with Iron Man 1 and they started with Captain America 1 and Thor 1 and all the, they built up to this. You can't start with Civil War. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know these characters. I don't know why. My only thing is I know them from the comics. And the comics, they don't act like this. So who is this character? If this character didn't wear a bat cowl and didn't call himself Bruce Wayne, I would not recognize him as Batman. I would never compare him to Batman. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I would agree. I, I think it, the thing that could have solved this is that before Batman versus Superman, probably could have used a solo Batman film that explained this version of who Batman yeah. is. Um, just, just something like that. I, I feel like... Do we want to get into just ranking it now? Because I think we're about ready. I think. We're yeah. Okay. So, yeah, no, we are well within ready. Um, so before we start ranking it, um, and Randy, I understand that you haven't seen the original, so I'm not going to ask you to do this. But for me and Seth, uh, before we rank that, what do, what would you rank like just the original theatrical movie of just Justice League? Are we doing what kind of scale are we working with? Six out of ten. I mean, ten out of ten. Yeah, or, like one to okay. One so to my 10. so my scaling I've always done. You can do one from ten, and then if you really can't make a decision, do like one point five. But don't. I'm not doing like eight point six, eight point seven, like all I that. I think same. this was no. ranked a pie out of ten. Exactly. No, you give a definitive answer unless you honest to guy cannot do it. But either that, you give an actual number. Yeah. So either eight, nine, ten, no, you, well, not eleven, but yeah. Um, I'd say like the original Justice League, I would give it like a six out of ten. It's, it's fine. It's it was fair. It had like a lot of issues, yeah. but there were parts it was enjoyable. I just think, from what I remember, the original Justice League, it was a fun enough time, if forgettable. So, yeah. Like that's that's basically my standpoint on and it. And so I think I I gave it around. Yeah, I think I would. I think I put it around a five or six. I think. Looking back on it, and after talking about it a little bit, I think I'll put it at a six because there are some elements. Yeah, I think I'll agree a six because I'm. I was I think I was coming in here. I was gonna give it a five, but looking back on it, it's like there are some elements that were enjoyable. There were one or two funny lines that's like, yeah, that was like just what talking about. It's like yeah, that wasn't too bad. So I'll, I'll put it at a six. Um, and so now. Because Randy was, had to skip you, so I'll start with you. Randy, what would you rate the new one, the movie that we just saw last night, the that four-hour... The definitive edition. The definitive edition. Um, I think, overall, it was very long. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of fun. I say six out of ten. Uh, maybe uh, get some booze, watch it with uh, some friends that have you know been vaccinated and that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, have a have a good time. Maybe six five if uh, if I'm being mm. generous because of the number of notes that I have of blank is hot. And I mean, uh, yeah, that's about it. And Zack Snyder's an asshole for shooting it in four three <laughs> and making this crap four hours long. Yeah, and that's right. my conclusion for this. <laughs> Seth, um, I've come to the conclusion I'm also gonna rank this a six out of ten. Here's the thing. Like, I feel like there are things that Zack Snyder's Justice League does better than the yeah. original Justice League. Like, in terms of, like, developing certain character backstories. Um, certain yeah. action sequences are better. But it also has too many Snyderisms. Like, mm-hmm. the way he just shoots things. Um, the fact that this thing does not need to be four hours long. No. I think 
if we cut this down to like a two or a two and a half hour, I think there's a good two and a two and a half hour film, like a good version of that somewhere in this. If we just <laughs> cut this thing, Re- release the short Zyner- Snyder cut. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hashtag release the shorter Snyder cut. It's, it just, it, this movie just drags too much. I think it that's does. the thing, especially like that first hour. Like I, I'm struggling to remember what happens in the first hour. Cause like, I remember like I was about to fall asleep until we got the, like the cool flashback scene. Yeah. Like, at, at like almost like the exact hour point. And that's what like brought me back into the movie. Yeah. So I remember at one point we even like, l- like me and Randy like left to get food or something. And then we're like, all right, tell us if anything happens. And it was like a, it was like a Martha Lower scene. And you came back. It was like, yeah, nothing happened. And then it turned out that was Martian Manhart. So like, Really, well, nothing happened. Like, <laughs> na- like really, nothing happened in that. <laughs> like, there wasn't any hints. Or... But we rewinded it, and it turned out hey, yeah, it was nothing. There, there was still nothing. It's just like, oh yeah. yeah. By the way, she's Martian Manhunter. It was just pointless. Yeah. I mean, you it raised more questions than anything. <laughs> you didn't like uh, Stephen Wolf just going around everywhere, and you can credit the source of this joke in a minute. Um, just <laughs> walking around and being like, we almost made it through the whole. We thing. almost. <laughs> I had to fit it in there, of interrogating people and be like. You smell of the mother's box. So Where is it? So what was the name of the kind So of? he's uh, Andy Cortez. He's a streamer and a this joke is brought to you by funny. this joke is brought to you by Andy Cortez from Kind of Funny. Oh my god! The Fresh Podcast does not claim ownership of this joke. I'm not getting sued. <laughs> um, it's a good joke though. It's a good joke. It's a good joke. It's a very. Good, yeah. We made it so far. We we've been making that joke. We've been making <laughs> like, that joke all day. And we I was, were making that while we were watching it, and I was like, "Are we actually going to be saying this on the podcast?" And then he it. We almost made it. All you the told way. me no, Thanks. but I said yes. Thanks, Andy. Thank you. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> um, okay, but I guess it's my turn now. Um, well, I wish I was original, but I think I have to agree with both of you. Of like, it's a six, and I think it, it is just like it's just a six. So there's nothing to. I think of some of the like when I go back to some of the improvements, I think of like Cyborg's character, Steppenwolf's like design. Dark side in that flashback scene, so I'm like, that's all good. But then every time I think of that, there's always something else that makes that drags it on. Like, Martian Manhunter didn't do anything. Um, it drags forever. The weird ratio, um, the Flash, name a part. Um, <laughs> and it's just every every time it does something, every time it takes a step forward, it takes a step back. I was about to say, yeah, they took steps forward with yeah. Cyborg being better from what you guys have told me in yeah. comparison to the original, but then it just still takes steps back. Yeah. And then it's like, thanks with like, and even Superman, just his character alone. It's like his design and his rebirth. That looks cooler, but he doesn't have a line after that. And he's just kind of like a brute force monster that punches things. So every time something good about him is added, something almost as bad is taken away. Wonder Woman's character is like really cool and really interesting, but all her colors are muted because the entire movie's gray. You know, so it's it's this constant like push and pull where it's like, and like thinking back to it, I'm like, I don't think I in, I actually like came out of this like, oh yeah, I love Justice League or love DC now they're great any more than like when I watched the original. I think I came out with it with like a very similar feeling. It was like it was okay. It wasn't Batman versus Superman. Yeah, so I think at least it, there's that. Yeah, I think it's funny that like we basically like we we watched this thing. I remember watching Justice League originally and feeling kind of like yeah it was okay, <laughs> and then now this thing comes on. Everybody makes a big deal like it's going to be better than the Weeding Cut. You <laughs> wait, this is going to like change everything. And we watch it. And we're just right back where we started, which is like 
still a six out of ten movie. It's, it's just out of 10, different yeah. problems. And it's like I've been seeing a lot of people that that were like when this came out, I was like, oh, it's so much better. It's great. And I'm just like, eh. is it? Is it? It's not that much better. It's just longer. Yeah. And like you brought it up, any problem that it fixes, it adds like a new wrinkle yeah. to it to like make it kind of more annoying to watch. Yeah. Exactly. So it's and it's things like yeah, no, it's another thing. It's like you know that that like flashback scene is awesome, but it the the thing's four hours long. Like, do I really want to? Do I really want to sit for like t- like twice as long as a movie for one cooler scene than the original? Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> At this point, you just want to do the YouTube thing where you look up the movie clip and you're just like, yeah, that's the scene I want to see. That's right, honest. Honestly, you make a joke. I think that's the best way to watch a Zack Snyder movie is the YouTube clips. Like, whenever, like, uh, some YouTuber comes out of just, like, coolest scenes from Justice League, that's the best way to watch it. That'll be, like, a 30-minute YouTube video, That's and you're good. Release you're the YouTube cut. Release the YouTube cut, man. And, and that that's all you need from it, honestly. All right. But I believe that is uh, everything, unless you guys have any clothing, closing thoughts. No? I do want to okay. throw one thing in, yeah. is that, like, overall, I want to say that's, like, as much as we bagged on Zack Snyder, and also I do know his wife. I can't remember her first name was a part of this. Martha Martha Snyder. I think it's like Deborah. <laughs> like in all actuality, even though I personally am not a big fan of like his films, yeah. I am glad that he's able to execute like I guess his vision yeah. of like it because like, I understand that the reason he had to step away originally was he was dealing with the with the death of like one of his children. I understand yeah. that was hard, and that was actually like. Something at the end that pops up is it says for Autumn, which I believe is the name of his child mm-hmm. that uh, passed away. And I do want to say that, like, I do appreciate that, like, people were, like they were able to come in and yeah. execute what he wanted to do, what they wanted to do. And also, like, during a time of, like, you know, the pandemic, and I imagine the, the CGI people, CGI was definitely spotty in a lot of yeah. areas still. But the people, but they worked they worked on it still from home and they managed to make Steppenwolf actually look pretty good. Yeah. So, he looks yeah. really good. Yeah. So like, Steph- on, like uh, if you take away anything from this, Steppenwolf is the best Steppenwolf improvement. Is cute, though. He's yeah. kind of cute. That's all you though. need to take away. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's all I want to close it with yeah. is like, even though I'm not too hot in this film, I'm, I, I am kind of glad it was made just yeah. because it will please a lot of people. And at if, least the directors got to, do yeah. something that they wanted to. I know. And I think you said it like really good earlier. It's just like, if you are a Zack Snyder fan and like you love his movies, then you're going to love this movie. It's it, this movie. You're it's going to be great. Like it's going to tick all your boxes and it's going to be like awesome for you. Exactly. All right. Well, I believe that is everything. I want to thank both my uh, co-hosts for driving all, all the way down to uh, Bowling Green. And we're actually doing this in our studio, you know, safe difference apart. But uh, we're finally in a studio now. Um, so thank you guys both for coming down here and hanging out. Yeah, it was, it was a lot, a lot of, fun. of fun. Yeah, I'll do it again for sure. Yeah. All right. And have everyone have a nice day. And please stay safe out there.